Trudy, thanks for these last five weeks of uh, sharing of the Lord's Prayer in that, uh, that way, in that, uh, that fun way. Uh, today we do have before us the big finish, and it uh, truly is that. And in a little bit, so the choir is going to sing the traditional Lord's Prayer, and that, that big finish is one that just to get swept away in. And uh, even in our, our prayer, to be, to be swept away in the glory and the power and the, the very kingdom of God. Let's read together Psalm 145. It's uh, verses 1 through 13. It's found on page 506 in your pew Bible. And uh, what we'll find here is, in a sense, uh, just a a longer version of uh, the uh, uh, this big finish but one that simply sings of the glory and the power and the wonder of, uh, of our Creator. Let's pray together. Gracious God, may You do Your work as we read Your Word. Do Your work on our, our ears, on our heart, on our mind, on our soul, so that we we truly are swept away in the the big finish of Your glory and power, Your might and Your honor. Carry us in the power of Your Spirit. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Hear the word of the Lord. I will extol You, my God and King, and bless Your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall laud your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and His compassion is over all that He has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I mean, in, in a way, almost an uh, explanation of the big finish of the Lord's Prayer. Really was, for me, a, 
about a year and a half ago, two years ago, that this part of the Lord's Prayer became so prominent for me that I prayed it with a, a real renewed sense of energy and, and, and vigor. Now, it's interesting um, that uh, this part of the prayer really isn't in the Scriptures. Um, it was uh, added by some copyists early on, um, but uh, something that fit in with the tradition and makes um, all kinds of sense to be uh, the, the closing part of the, the prayer. It's very common in the New Testament to find these uh, different doxologies as the big finish of the prayers of where you sense the, the prayer getting lost in the glory and, and marvel of God and, and simply shouting out in such praise and adoration. I'll, uh, if you're one of the, if you're a note taker type or you want to look these up, I'll give you a, a number of them. I'll, I'll read a couple. But uh, Romans 11.33 is one. It's very common for Paul to end his prayers this way. Ephesians 3.20. This one's uh, familiar. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. 1 Timothy 6.13 Hebrews 13.20 Jude verse 24 Now to Him who is able to keep you from falling and to make you stand without blemish in the presence of His glory with rejoicing. To the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, and now and forever. Amen. And then another in Revelation chapter 1, verse 4, as John begins his letter to the Revelations or to the seven churches in Revelation. But this part of the prayer became meaningful for me um, in the last two years, particularly during a, a season where Kathy and I were in a period of uh, discernment, of uh, discerning whether or not God, where God might be calling us, and had particular... Uh, Meaning in that season because it's real easy to get caught up in your own kingdom, your own power, your own glory instead of God's. And when I started praying this part of the prayer, I would even add that as I would end the Lord's Prayer, I would then bring my hands back up and say, and it's your kingdom, not mine. It's your power, not mine. It's your glory, not mine. It's your kingdom, not mine. It's your rules. It's the way of life that comes from you. That's what is essential 
that way of life that comes from you, forgiveness, mercy, and grace, that kingdom where love is of the highest value, where submission and humility are highly esteemed, where we're called to come to the Scriptures over and over again because there we're trained in God's kingdom. Not the kingdom of the world, not my kingdom or your kingdom, but God's values, God's dreams, God's kingdom is made real there. And when you're discerning whether or not God is calling you to another church, it's really easy to think about building your own kingdom instead of building God's kingdom. Your kingdom, not mine. Your power, not mine. I was reminded over and over again that it's your power, God, that accomplishes your plan. I don't have to be strong enough. I don't have to be smart enough. I don't have to make it happen. And I think uh, I shared with you you before how challenging that is especially when you're in conversations with nominating committees for a church to realize that I don't have to make it happen the the second conversation with the PNC from here the conversation really didn't go well and when someone called me back the next day, now I came up with some reason to blame them why it didn't go well. And what God revealed to me over the ensuing weeks was the reason it didn't go well was because I was trying to do it in my power instead of God's. I was trying to make it happen. Instead of giving the answers that were real to who I was, I was trying to give the answers that I thought they wanted to hear. And it was absolutely the worst conversation that we had had. But to recognize at the end of the Lord's Prayer that it is your power and not mine, reminds us that God's power rules. That I don't have to connive my way through it. I don't have to take shortcuts. I don't have to lie, cheat, or steal. Because God's power rules. It's God's power and not mine. And it's your glory, not mine. Everything is supposed to point to God, not me. Again, in this process of discerning God's call to, to come here, I had to seriously ask, is this God's call or is this my glory to be a part of such a great church? Is this me climbing the ecclesiastical ladder? Or is this me climbing God's ladder 
for God's glory. Rick Warren said it well in The Purpose Driven Life. It's not about me. It's your kingdom, God, not mine. It's your power, God, not mine. It's your glory, God, not mine. This closing phrase, this big finish, is ultimately a great word of encouragement, of of certainty, of eternal significance, because we know that the creation is in God's hands. For some reason, I keep being drawn as I consider the end of the Lord's Prayer to Walter Cronkite. You remember how he would end his newscasts every uh, every day, or most of the time, would simply say, and that's the way it is, February 3rd, 2008. You know, it, Walter Cronkite was the first person ever to be called a news anchor and was regularly on the top of the country's most trusted men. And he ended his newscasts with those words, that's the way it is, and then give the date. You know, I I know uh, Uncle Walter got it wrong on occasion. The way that he thought it was wasn't the way that it was. But with the Lord's Prayer, with the prayer that Jesus taught us, that is the way it is. And there's no questions. In the end, the only thing that will be remaining is God's kingdom. In the end, the only thing that will be celebrated, the only, the only part of the eternal party that we will celebrate is God's glory. And in the end, it is God's power that will prevail. And that's the way it is. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. As the uh, musicians are coming into place, and we get ready to receive uh, our offering, I uh, encourage you during the the next uh, <clears throat> during this year, even you know, there's a reason that we started this year off with the Lord's Prayer uh, to recognize um, that the first place we need to start is on our knees. And I encourage you in ways that work for you that you will use the model prayer of the Lord's Prayer in your own prayer life throughout this year of 2007. Now let us uh, receive our offering uh, unto God.